freedom 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 over fame freedom over cycle stays the same welcome first of all welcome this is unsolicited perspectives i am your host bruce anthony thank you for listening and watching wherever you get your podcast and video podcast subscribe share like comment and rate us you can find us on instagram youtube and twitch at unsolicited underscore perspectives on twitter and tiktok at unsolicited underscore per watch us live every thursday night 7 30 p.m eastern on youtube and twitch our audience continues to grow with each and every episode and i humbly thank you on today's episode we're shooting the breeze, recapping the 50th episode. Then we're going to be talking about Ken Paxton and his whole controversy. And then we're talking phobias. But first things first. What up, sis? What up, brother? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm just still a little bit congested. But other than that, I'm feeling fine. How about yourself? I can't complain. How you feeling after... Uh... At the episode de vulnerability. Look, let me just say <laughs> the feedback I got, people were like, that was a great episode and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's cool. And then one person uh, who I, I speak to off and on, uh, mm-hmm. somebody that I used to hang out with back in the day, but speak to off and on. And she was like, that was really cool. You opened up and being vulnerable. You should do that more often. And I was like, that was a one shot deal. Yeah. That if was- you if you didn't get everything, every question answered during that podcast, then you will never get him. He'll take it to the grave, that ladies was one, and gentlemen. One that's and done. It. That's it. That's, You're that's lucky it. y'all got his birthday. Y'all would not have gotten my birthday <laughs> if my sister didn't put it out there. Well, <laughs> we had to start from the beginning. No, we, we actually did not have to start with my actual birth date. Now people are going to be sending me, you know what? Let me just put it out there. On my birthday, I don't really need to do text or anything like that. If you just want to wish me a happy birthday before or after, fine. But the day of, like, I don't, I don't really need that. Like, what don't is do your, it. what is your aversion to we're being wished a, look, a happy birthday? Look, we, I, we did the vulnerability episode last episode. That's, <laughs> that's so that, that's, and so that's, now that means, ladies and gentlemen, I can never ask my brother a question ever again. <laughs> ever again, all questions. <laughs> All bets are off. I can only make statements, and that's it. And he'll either confirm or deny these statements, but that's yeah. There was this level. Never ask him a question again. (laughs) I did it on the fifth episode. That's it. That's That's it. it. That's That's what y'all got. I wanted to know about. Nope. Nope. No. Nope. Now you'll never know. No, but no. The feedback has been like like pretty 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 cool pretty positive so yeah yeah, yeah. i got i got some text um from family members who said this is a it was a really great episode uh our mother said that she did not cry we we alleged that she would cry Mm -hmm. listen she said she didn't but she did get uh, emotional the main feedback was she didn't know we saw her that way as as a role model for hard work and things like that. She just said that she always just wanted to be an example for her children. And I'm like, you know, there's a lot of parents that don't think that way. They think they put a roof over your head, food in your belly, clothes on your back. That's it. They don't have to be an example. And I'm like, you, you chose to be an example 
So that's a, that's not a, <laughs> you know we had a lot of friends who had parents who did who were not an example. Right, mom a trip. I swear, mom, I love you to death, but you a trip. You can I literally have told her this before. Like Liter- every Mother's no Day or birthday, like yeah. if you go if you've saved any of the cards I've ever given you. Oh, by the way. Your Mother's Day card is still on the counter. I forgot to give it to you to take back mm. to mom when you came to visit me that day. Mm. Um, yeah, it's uh, still here. But all those cards always say the same thing. Like, you're an inspiration and a role model. Mom is just good God. But you know what? It's not just us. Because yeah. her sisters will tell her the same thing. Yeah. And one particular aunt, who you know I'm very, very close with, mm-hmm. um, talks about how much she admires and, and looks up to mom. And I tell mom that, and I was like, yeah, you know, aunt said this and this about you. Really? She feel that way? I was like, she's told you I've been there. So yeah. mom just be a blip. I, she is kind of, she, the mom is, you know, she live on her own planet. Right. But, yeah. but, but mom <laughs> is also not the crier. Yeah. Dad is the crier. Yeah. 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 Like mom is not, when's the last time mom don't, mom doesn't do tears of joy. No, not really. Mom don't really do tears of joy. That's not no, her thing. Um, that's not, not really. No, no. <laughs> it's just sadness, frustration, anger. That's the those are the tears you get out of mom. So if you if you say something wonderful or you know just a lovely sentiment, she'll be like, nice. That's nice. <laughs> she'll had- move on with her life. <laughs> I had an interesting conversation with dad mm-hmm. and he was like, it, he, was, he talked about the Game Boy and he was like, yeah, I wasn't going to get you that Game Boy anyway. And I was like, well, when you said you was going to do it. And he was like, no, it really pissed me off that you was outside. It was the football game in the grades. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you were going through the motions in the football game. And then all of a sudden <laughs> he said to me, hey, I'll get you a Game Boy if you go out there and make a certain amount of tackles. And he said, my face lit up. And, and I was like, you will? You promise? And he was like, yeah, I'll get you Game Boys. Go out there and get some tackles. And then as I'm in the game, the very next play, I go out and I make a big tackle. Yeah. And I yell to him from the sideline, that's one. That's one. <laughs> and, and he tells a story that he was just like, see, you could have done that the whole time. But you just didn't do it. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's me and my life. Like, yeah. unless I set a goal or unless somebody challenges me, I'm going through the motions. He was yeah. like, and I was like, that's not really you. He's like, no, that's your mom. And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you got that from your mom. I was like, yeah, because, Dad, you're kind of, like, naturally driven. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but your mom, when you say she can't do something or you challenge her in any type of way, that woman like supersedes all expectations. That's you. Yeah. You got that from your mom. Yeah, and I, was I like, got oh, that okay. too. I yeah. won't do. Uh, that's a classic story. Of uh, I was in middle school and I was in an honors history class and mm-hmm. I made C's for the first three quarters. Okay, <laughs> and the teacher pulled me aside and she was like, you know, I just I think maybe this class is too advanced for you. Mm-hmm. She really shouldn't have said that to me Mm-mm. because with barely any additional effort, I got a C for the, I mean, I got an A for the fourth quarter and <laughs> she called home 
cussed me out on my home phone. You could have done this the entire time. You barely put forth any effort and you got an A. You could have had an A that said, I need to speak to your parents. And she and she spoke to mom and dad. I mm. think she spoke to dad. And they were like, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> don't ever- tell me I don't belong in this class. I belong right. in this class. You know how how much effort you have to put in to get a perfect 70 for three quarters? <laughs> I have to intentionally get questions wrong <laughs> so that I have a perfect C for three quarters. I knew what I was doing. I knew that middle school doesn't matter in the rest <laughs> of your life. That, really, it, don't say that to the kids out there, but it don't matter. Hey, if there's kids listening to the show, first of all. You're not supposed to be. You're not supposed to be. But also, <laughs> if there are, middle school doesn't matter. <laughs> but that's like, the, did you, you probably didn't watch the documentary, The Last Dance, but I know that you've seen the memes where Michael was like, and then mm-hmm. I took that personally. Mm-hmm. So that's us. I definitely like, saw the SNL sketch. Yes. So, But the SNL sketch wasn't that far-fetched. I mean, no. obviously the histrionics of losing the pants and everything, mm-hmm. but that wasn't that far-fetched from the actual documentary. Yes. So that's us. Challenge mm-hmm. us about something. And then yeah. that's when we take it personally. My, yeah. My closest friend swears up and down I'm not that good in basketball. He's just like, you're not as good as basketball as you say. And that's because when I got to him, I was going through the motions. Either I wasn't going to Saturday practice. I did not go to Saturday morning practices at all. Uh, <laughs> I, would go, I would go through the morning and go through the motions and practices all the time. And during a summer league season, like I, I got sick, so I missed a practice and I got benched. Mm-hmm. And I remember <laughs> at lunch one day, he was like, we were all joking on one another. And he was like, I don't know what you're laughing at. That's the reason why I got your position. You shouldn't I, have done that. The, the, inner, the inner anger and fire. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do nothing because everybody was kind of laughing. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to swing on them. But that's my friend. I can't swing on them. Yeah, yeah. So I said, oh, okay, I'm going to show you. So the very next practice, he says, oh, this is the greatest day the Bruce has ever had. Like, the, the God must have blessed him or something like that. I torched him yeah i mean i destroyed him and he was like no that was just a good day i was like no that was me like playing yeah like, when i'm challenged like this this is actually how good i am no i don't believe that i was like well you challenged me you won yeah and guess what i got my position back that very day that very practice and even yeah. his dad was his dad was the coach and his dad was like you kicked your ass <laughs> yeah don't make me care don't right. make me care don't because make me that's care. If I care, boy, oh boy, you're going to wish I didn't right. because <laughs> don't make me care. That's why I feel like we operate at a at a lower level or go through the motions just to make the people around us more comfortable. I, mm, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I do. I, I, okay. I think that's your ego talking. <laughs> okay. I do that because I, uh, I am extraordinary. So <laughs> I go through the motions because I'm lazy. That too. Boy, I am lazy. (laughs) But we're not, because when it matters to us, we grind. Like, I I will never forget the story that you told me when you did your uh, student film Mm -hmm. and the work that you put in for all of that. And I was like, yo, JB grinding. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you who is not lazy is our our brother. Yeah, our brother. 
He has he he got dad's drive. Yeah, yeah. he got dad's drive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, mm. no, let me tell you, that boy works. No, no, no. He works, but he's all. He'll also go through the motions as well. Uh, on again, the things he doesn't care about. But I mean, he doesn't need to be challenged by somebody else to have the drive to succeed or to do well. I, I need to be challenged by somebody else. You literally have to tell me you don't think I'm capable of something. Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, okay. Well, I'll show you with minimal effort. <laughs> sometimes it'll be sometimes it'll be maximum effort if you really, really piss me off. I don't think I've ever worked to my full capacity. Mm, that's a shame. Yeah. I've never really had to. Um, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure that'll <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, y'all are now seeing my sister's ego. It's massive. It's, 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 y'all are now seeing her I, for who I know her to be. I am self-aware. How big your ego is? No, I don't have a big ego. I think I'm confident. I toot my own horn because, listen, if I don't do it, nobody else will. Nobody's going. not true. I toot your horn all the time. I'm always talking about how exceptional you are. But you have to advocate for yourself in life. Nobody I mean, is just going to. People, people will look at your talent and they'll abuse it or exploit it before mm-hmm. they will shout you out. So I shout myself out because who else is going to do it? Yeah, I, I definitely don't advocate. exploit your talent. Yeah, you do. <laughs> On a daily basis, at least weekly. It's a weekly basis. (laughs) On a weekly basis. On a weekly basis, I exploit your talent. (laughs) You do, but it is what it is. That's because I know, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm putting you behind the, the camera, behind the curtain. I know how talented my sister is. It, it, out of the three siblings, she has the biggest mm, the highest capacity her star will shine brighter than all of us and i think all of us are really talented the thing the that. thing that y'all don't get and and i and he's he's not gonna come on here so y'all can forget about it mm-hmm. but our brother might be the funniest one out of all of us yes he is i threw a book at him yesterday he made me laugh so hard <laughs> he is hilarious yeah. like straight up hilarious and like i'll tell you i'm gonna tell you what happened i was taking my i have to monitor my blood pressure mm-hmm. and so i was taking my blood pressure and it was extremely low okay and he said this is your blood pressure and he just kind of meandered into my room a little bit <laughs> checking out things looking at stuff real slowly and i threw a book at him <laughs> He's an idiot. But you had the greatest capacity to like be a star because you're you're more talented than both of us because you have an ability to do. You're very good or great at a lot of things. Yeah, Dad called me a jack of all trades. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for, <laughs> except for making a decision that that's the only thing that you yeah. lack in life is I, making I, a decision. I make decisions too quickly. I have impulse control issues. That's what my therapist says. Not when it comes to your art. 
Oh, yeah, because I never like to release my yeah. stuff. Yeah. No, not not when it comes to your creative process. All right, that's mm-hmm. enough of us going on and on about ourselves. I mean, what, we, the point, what, is the, what else is the point of this podcast of not to the go on? The podcast is about to give ourselves. our perspectives on different stuff, and our perspectives can't always be about ourselves, even though people oh. like it. People, people enjoy when we talk about ourselves. I don't know why. I really don't. <laughs> I, 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 I don't, don't know why. We're just two regular schmucks. Well, mm, I, I will say we're not regular because I. some of y'all people out there, I will say the general population is not funny and <laughs> damn sure not smart, <laughs> generally not. speaking. Yeah. So we are above average in both of those categories. That's the reason why people listen to us okay. and watch us. It's because we're above average. Are we extraordinary? I don't know yet. Maybe. 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 But we're definitely... Above average, yeah. we're trending at a at a B as, as far as smart intelligence yeah. and humor. Because uh, some of these people out here real corny and dumb. Yeah. Okay, let's get to uh, serious slash funny topics. And that's that's my man, Ken Paxton. Ken Paxton is a Republican attorney, attorney general in Texas. Mm-hmm. He's been the attorney general since 2015. He's been under indictment for securities fraud since 2015. He's been under an FBI investigation for bribery and abuse of office since 2020. Mm-hmm. The bribery and abuse of office allegations stem from his relationship from, with this guy called Nate Paul. Nate Paul is a real estate developer and a political donor who is also under federal uh, FBI investigation for fraud and money laundering. Mm-hmm. Paxton, he's actually accused of using his office to benefit Paul in a variety of ways, such as intervening in a legal dispute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the attorney general of Texas intervene on behalf of this man who's a political donor, probably giving him a lot of money on any legal disputes that he had, right? He ordered investigations into Paul's enemies. That means he was his personal henchman. Think Michael Cohen for Trump, right? The only Mm -hmm. problem is Michael Cohen was uh, a personal attorney. This guy is the attorney general of Texas. Yeah. He's elected the attorney general. Um, and he's also intervened. Um, no, he also hired an outside lawyer to oversee an investigation, which is an improper authorization. Um, mm-hmm. Things got so bad for uh, Paxton that eight of his aides under the whistleblower, whistleblower lawsuit went to the FBI in 2020 and reported them. How did Paxton respond to that? He fired him. <laughs> he fired him. All right. So all this stuff that he's been going on, the Congress in Texas, which is a Republican led supermajority in mm-hmm. Texas, decided to impeach him. So in May last month, the House uh, General Investigation Committee revealed that it was investigating uh, Paxton for a year long pattern of misconduct and questionable actions that include bribery dedilection of duty and obstruction of justice. Yo, these are like real offenses. Yeah. The committee unveiled 20 articles of impeachment against Paxton on May 25th, 2023, uh, detailing various changes, uh, charges and evidence against him. 
On the 27th, just two days later, the Texas House voted overwhelmingly to impeach Paxton, suspending him from office over the allegations. The votes were 121 to 23, with 60 Republicans joining all Democrats in favor of impeachment. Mm -hmm. Now his impeachment moves to the Texas Senate, which, by the way, his wife is a senator in Texas. Yes. So that's going to be interesting, where he's going to be on trial and the House members will be basically the lawyers or the prosecutors uh, going against Paxton. And they need two thirds of uh, the senators to vote in order to expel him from office. But right now he's he's suspended from any of his office duties. His main man, former President Trump, came out and supported him was mm -hmm. saying, hey, we got to this is this is a witch hunt. Key word here. Yeah. Witch hunt. Paxton even used that word. Same word that uh, Santos used. It's like uh, everything's a witch hunt right now. But that's what's going on. And the crazy thing about it is the Republicans was like, nah, you got to go. Yeah. So that's, that, that, that's what I think it's. I think it's a, a, a litmus test for like, okay, where's the line? One, this is Texas. And these are Texas Republicans. I mean, if you were going to test out Where's the line as far as like impropriety and just crimes are concerned um, where Republicans will, will say, finally, uh, OK, all right, this is a little this is a little much. We got to we got to say something. We got to do something at this point. I mean, this is a Trump backed Republican mm -hmm. who was so bad at crimes that even other Republicans are like. We don't love this, but uh, you got to go, well, baby. Like, <laughs> well, part of it, if I remember correctly, and I don't have it right in front of me, part of his bribery was he was going to use funds that needed to get approved by Congress. So his mm -hmm. actions was going to rope in yeah. some of those representatives. And they was like, oh, hell no. They was like, look, man, hey, look. We don't mind you uh, suing Biden over his policies because he's one of the main litigators on his mm -hmm. um his uh, suing Biden, suing Biden. Uh, and that's another reason why he's saying, you all can't take me out. I'm suing Biden on behalf of y'all. But even these Republicans was like, look, uh, we can't rock with you on this one. And Trump yeah. couldn't. I, I don't, well, I don't know if Trump can save him yet. We'll see in the Senate hearing. But there's I wonder if his wife is going to recuse herself because. How could she be uh, it's a, impartial? It's a, it's a definite conflict of interest. Yeah, I think that she should. She, I, to to date, I don't think she has recused herself. But I would. I mean, that's a severe conflict of interest. But you got a husband who who uh, one Republican lawmaker said on the House floor that. He called members and threatened them mm -hmm. political consequences in their next election if they voted to impeach. So if she when they were on the floor voting, yes. he was calling them and be like, "Yo, yeah, I'm gonna get you if you do this to me." So it to me, it's not that that far fetched that she would risk, uh, you know, just like the optics of impropriety. Well, not really. It's it's definitely a conflict of interest. He's her husband. Uh, to participate in the vote. I mean, it seemed like they're just a scam couple then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. that's an, He's an elected official, mm -hmm. right? There's been multiple elections 
that he's been, I think he's been elected three times since 2015. Mm-hmm. He's been under investigation from 2015. It- 2020 is when the FBI entered it into the situation. We knew this during the the lawsuits that Texas was filing during the 2020 election that, you know, former president said was stolen, which was not stolen. You lost, yeah. bro. You uh, lost, bro. But he was under investigation then. Yeah. Then. Well, you can uh, you can blame down ballot voting for that. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. And and I'll admit I'm a victim of that too. Mm-hmm. I think any, I think you ride with your political party. I don't know that I, I don't know that I've ever gone on my ballot and there's been a mixture of different candidates. It's like, what do you label yourself as? That's, that's who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to vote for you. Yeah. Cause you go into these local elections. Most of the time you go, you walk in and let's say there's a, uh, and and sadly, I mostly only vote for federal elections. I don't vote for the state elections unless state election and a federal election coincide at the same time, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then you just vote down ballot, not knowing what their policies are. So yeah. I, I'm ignorant of that too. I'm not going to blame. I guess I can't blame those people because I would be a hypocrite. Um, sure, you can. No, that, I don't want to be a hypocrite. hypocrite. Nah, I don't want to live that life. I don't like. I don't, I don't like hypocrites. Don't want to be a hypocrite. <laughs> that's just. Well, that's... I'm gonna blame it. <laughs> I'm blame down ballot voting. If you but, won't do it, I'll do it. Down I mean, but yes, it, that, that seems that the case. But also, Ken Paxton, he just has an untrustworthy face. He like, really I, does. I, he just, I looked at his. Yes, I agree. A hundred and ten percent. It's something about the lazy eye. And not, the wondering eye—it's both. He's got I, both. Which I, means, don't wanna, I don't want to. I don't want to attack people that have lazy or wandering <laughs> eyes. He has one lazy, one wandering. So it's like he's never looking you in the eye. You know what I'm saying? Where you could get a sense of like. <laughs> he's like Steve Steve Buscemi's character and um, uh, Mr. Deeds. Yeah, he's just always. <laughs> looking around and you and you're like oh well he can't help it that's he can't help that oh you gotta uh, you all right yeah i muted it oh, okay yeah 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 i muted I mean, it the people can still see it uh, they can see it on the on the video but they can't yeah. see it on the i mean you anybody listening to the audio i just muted my cough yeah but you damn sure just called just me out che- for it i'm just checking making sure you're all right yeah, no, I mean, I told you I was sick. Well, take a you sip know. of water. Take a sip I, Well, of water. I've been drinking all my water, and I, we still right. got we still got another segment to go in this. But let's get back to the subject at hand. Yeah. Uh, he looks like a Bond villain. Yeah. He looks very Not, shifty. He's just yeah. missing a scar down his face. <laughs> That's all. He's just missing a scar down his face. He's, and he's, if you, the, the policies and the things that he does are just hateful. Mm-hmm. He's a hateful human being. Um. Okay, let me rephrase that. He shows the characteristics of being a hateful individual. I can't yeah. say he's a hateful individual because that makes me liable. So he shows the characteristics of being a hateful individual. And you can tell by everybody knows my stance on abortion rights, the mm-hmm. LGBTQ uh, plus community. You, uh, you know my stance on these things. He is against absolutely everything that I stand for mm-hmm. that I feel is just human decency. It feels like he doesn't, 
He's showing the characteristics of a person who does not care about other people unless it benefits him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And I don't know what's going to happen in this situation, but this is positive that people in the Republican Party are starting to be like, you know what? Some of y'all got to go. Yeah. The House, the uh, the the budget and the not yeah, the budget and the uh debt ceiling was just passed, despite the fact that there were people on both sides that were against this bill. And, you know, that gives me, you know, happiness that uh, that hey, maybe maybe we're moving in the right direction. Uh, the Proud Boy man got locked up for no, he wasn't Proud Boys. He was Freedom Fighters, not Freedom Fighters. The guy that one of the guys that stormed uh, the office, I forgot which one he was, which group he's in. He's the in proud, one of those white supremacist groups. Uh, they all run the same to me. Proud Boys. No, well, I don't think he was. Was he a Proud Boy? Well, he got he, eighteen years. Listen, the Klan. Yeah, no, the white supremacist. I mean, the white supremacist. That's 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 what like, it is. You can call it. You can call these offshoots whatever you want, but that's it's that's because everybody's trying to shy away from Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> nobody nobody likes that. But let me tell you, that was some effective marketing and branding they had. The KKK they had the little outfits. I mean, you mean you, mean, you, mean, you mean a white cloth? Yeah, but I mean it's better than them Target khakis and polos. Like y'all look stupid. See, the clan hid themselves, but were there, and you knew who they were. They hid These themselves groups, with flair. Yes, you know These what I new mean. Groups like they're out there, but they're not visible out it's there. Not intimidating whatsoever. Well, no, it's definitely not intimidating whatsoever. Well, them white sheets <laughs> ain't intimidating unless they, you're nah, chef from South when Park. You, when you saw a bunch of them with the little pointy hats and they little patches, they little Girl Scout patches and everything on, and uh, actually, no, so, sorry to the Girl Scouts, but they little patches <laughs> on with <laughs> the Girl Scouts <laughs> under the bus, <laughs> and they and they were riding on their horses and stuff like that. That that was intimidating. Uh, maybe in the early nineteen, the late eighteen hundreds and early nineteen hundreds. But what's yeah, intimidating but I mean, before, to me? Before assault rifles, yeah. yeah sure. Well, what's intimidating to me were the neo Nazis. Once you started shaving your head and putting tattoos everywhere, let me tell you how much I don't like being around a bald white man, and I don't care if it's alopecia. I don't like it. <laughs> and the only the only bald white man that gets a pass is Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's literally the only one. There's That's no, there's no others. And Kojak. And even, and Kojak. even, oh, well, yeah, Kojak. But I got to see a lollipop or something. <laughs> Wait a minute, who had a lollipop? Kojak. Who was oh, okay, okay, Kojak. Yeah. Well, no, because um, what's his name? What's his name? That was in uh, Saturday Night Fever and Look Who's Talking and Grease. John but, he'll put, but he'll put a wig on. He'll put a but wig he, on in the New York Minute. But he'll, he's had some movies that he's done bald-headed and with a goatee and i'm just like nah mm. i don't know a bald italian doesn't really doesn't it, nah. now if you a bald like irishman or just like <laughs> hold on don't be giving italians pass and, and no best is i love italian people in italian culture mm-hmm. but also you know there was a situation in bensonhurst in the 80s where they 
killed a, a black kid just for being in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So hey, just because he's Italian, bald head. But Edward Norton is the reason why them skinheads scare me to death. When he did the curb stomp on my man, he said, "Put your teeth on on the curb." I'm like, "Nah, you gonna have to, you gonna have to shoot me. I ain't gonna put my teeth on the curb." I mean, but the American History X just so annoying to me because it's always because it's always black people always got to come in and literally save your life before (laughs) you will give us any kind of respect for our humanity well we literally have to come in and rescue you from your own people (laughs) and look out for you at our own, at the expense of our own selves, before you will give us any kind of respect, and then it'll still be so half-hearted. Well, I say, I mean, you always disagree on this, but I say it is our responsibility to show people that the propagandist stereotypes mm-hmm. sometimes are true, but are generally not true. Yes, and and like you don't know these things unless you interact with these people. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't, I don't know how many Italian people I knew growing up. Not a lot. The only Italian references I had were television and media. Everybody was the mafia. That's not Italian American culture. Um, not at all. So, but you wouldn't know that unless you interact with Italian Americans. Yeah, so, so but, but again, that's not on them. That's on the people who... You need to reach out to that community to learn about that community. If you realize that you have some sort of blind spot or bias. It's a blind spot. So you don't realize that you have it until it's pointed out. Yeah, but I just don't feel like the responsibility should be on the person. The responsibility is on both people. But you have to show them where you have to show people where their blind spot is. You did it for me. You know, when we talked about in the 50th episode, you've been one of the influences in my life that helped with this evolution of me trying to be less and less misogynist. Yeah. It's you and like my college friends. uh, I'm going to shout y'all out by name. Jen. Jen doesn't talk to me anymore, but that's okay. Megan. Right. Um, Then as I got older, there was Jessica. And then there's there's my bestie, Ashley. Right. and then it's my friend Alex now who like these women are constantly challenging my thinking and interpretation on things. Yeah, it's exhausting. And let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you something though, but you're my brother who I love. Right. If it's just a random racist on the street, I'm not expending any energy on this person to try to change their mind. It's like yeah. the it's like the bots that get in the comments. Like I'm not expending. Uh, but those aren't. But those aren't. Those are. We have gone on a tangent. We were talking about Ken Paxton, and we oh, were going yeah. on a tangent. But the bots, the bots are different. Those are when we when we said there was Russian influence. I'm seeing it firsthand. The outside influences. These aren't. It's not. It, it some of it is absolutely real American people, but a lot yeah. of this is outside influences because the things that they're saying are literally to try and make you angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's literally set to drive division the and they're doing an excellent job at it. But I would just say to comment on what you just said, people don't know what they don't know. Yeah. So that person 
that is a racist, if they've never had any interaction with other minorities and the only thing that they see is the propaganda stuff that they that's on television and in the news, mm-hmm. my decency can show them, hey, look, you know that's all lies, right? This is who we are. Take it or leave it. I don't have to get into some long philosophical debate or conversation with them, Mm -hmm. but I can genuinely just be, if somebody comes up to me and they say, hey, I don't know much about the Black experience. What books can I read? Okay. You want to learn? Here's some books that you can read. Love to point you to some literature. Yeah. Here's some books that you can read. Yeah. Right. Or if they're like, I don't know much about Black culture. What can I do? Here's some books. Here's some information. Go and digest this. But a lot of stuff, a lot of the stuff people aren't learning in school. Hell, we didn't learn about all the massacres that were going on in this country uh, after the Civil War towards Black people. I didn't learn about the Tulsa massacre until I took an African-American studies course in college. And and when I was learning about it, I was like, no, this isn't real. This didn't really happen. No, 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 no. I would have heard about this before. No, it was real. And there are way more cases out there. But that was a long tangent. Ken Paxton. Your ass is going down. All the way down. Down like that lazy eye. (laughs) All right, sis, let's get to some... Something that I found was interesting. Mm -hmm. There are... I always knew people had different type of phobias. Right. Some of these phobias, I'm not going to say weird. I don't like calling things weird or different. I'll say unique. They're unusual. They're they're uncommon, but unique. They're they're unique. Yes. Uh, and I think I think one article I read put them as irrational. But I mean, I think all phobias are based in some. There's some sort of trauma or something there around the phobia. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't think any phobia is is wholly irrational so i don't like that characterization any either but yeah unique unique different you sent me you sent me some uh some interesting ones and which then ones I looked... interested you well the arachibuterophobia i don't yeah, know how to pronounce that I, that's the reason why i said what was interest, interest interesting to you because you know damn well i was gonna mess up that enunciation yeah um, and that's a fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth. I uh-huh. think, I think, I mean, where the heck does that come from? Well, so <laughs> it, they say the causes, uh, the exact causes are, are unclear, but experts mm-hmm. believe they involve a combination of genetic and environmental factors. Some well, people, and I read something else that said it, it's like a fear of choking mm-hmm. or, a, you know, a fear of some sticky in your mouth and i'm like okay that seems reasonable because peanut butter in your mouth you there's sometimes a little bit where you panic a little bit (laughs) (laughs) i know i've had that experience a little too much peanut butter you get a a glob of peanut butter you be like and you you panic just a little bit i don't think i panic but these phobias absolutely they say the symptoms and the symptoms they they say are, are physical and physiological, and they, mm-hmm. and and chest tightness, difficulty breathing, dizziness, nausea. Yeah. That sounds to me like a panic attack. Yes, uh, like these phobias cause panic attack, and a lot of these phobias that are unique because there's a phobia that uh, you're afraid of knees. 
uh, I'm not going to be able to enunciate to enunciate this one correctly. Uh, genu genuphobia, genuphobia uh, is the, is the specific phobia that involves a irrational or excessive fear of knees or kneeling. And yeah. I was like, you got a fear of knees or kneeling? And then they say it, one of the causes is another thing, a fear of choking. And I was like, wait a minute, hold up. It seems like a lot of these phobias come with a fear of choking. Mm -hmm. And I don't know <laughs> where this fear of choking comes from, but I ain't never really had no fear of choking. Not really. And I live by myself. No, no. I, that's real. When Liz Lemon was talking about, when they said, so, what was it? Somebody said, you know, you're a single person living alone. The biggest fear is choking because Liz Lemon is a character on 30 Rock for those people that don't know. Oh, yes. Sorry. If you haven't seen at least one episode of 30 Rock, like where were you in the early 2000s? But um, she's it's Tina Fey, who I used to have a huge crush on and I had a crush on her because she's so funny. Yeah, she's very funny. Extremely yeah. funny. Uh, yeah. One of one of my favorite prior cast members on SNL. But uh, no, that's a real fear. You got to learn how to throw yourself over that chair because there's nobody there to pat, <laughs> pat you on the back or Heimlich you. You know, you got to Heimlich yourself. That's a real the, a fear of choking, especially being single. I think or that's a even, real thing. And that's or a real living thing. by yourself. Or living, living by, by yourself. yourself. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just that I remember that episode and, and then I thought to myself, huh. That is interesting because I do live with myself and that could happen, but I still don't ever think about choking. That's like not, that's not in the back of my head. Like, Ooh, I could choke and die. Like, this just, that's not a thing for me. I, I do. I, well, I have since, mm, what I say? I've conquered my phobia. Well, what is my phobia? Mm. That's the reason why I brought this up. So we can discuss yeah. our own phobias. So I, it's, uh, it's called, uh, cholrophobia. And it is a fear of clowns. Um, oh, yeah. You don't like clowns. I do not. I'm not a fan. When uh, dad was a clown for that for your birthday that one time. No, he dressed up like a duck. Oh, yeah. That's right. You were scared just, of the duck, though. I was scared of the duck, too. Well, there's a six-foot duck coming towards me, <laughs> trying to hug me. But, but the fact of the matter is... I think that's pretty rational. Shout out to dad, because your birthday is in august yeah yeah literally i think august is the hottest month of the year maybe july is the hottest month but it's the second hottest month august of the year pretty damn hot especially in southern virginia in southern virginia and he put on that duck costume and that, that, I, wait a minute the dad had the bald head he at least had the top part of his head yeah. was bald yeah uh, so you know he was sweating he did that for your birthday it was a whole birthday party being thrown for you mm -hmm. so shout out for dad to jumping in the duck costume he had to be He's like he had to be like it's me it's me no, mom ended up pulling me out of the room. It was uh mom ended up pulling me out of the room and being like, it's just your dad. And I was like, oh, because I was in tears. Yeah. And it yeah. was horrifying. It was horrifying. Yeah. I'm five years old. It's my fifth birthday. And was it your fifth birthday? It was my fifth birthday. And we had it at the actual uh it was at um the preschool. He came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it being at the preschool. Mm -hmm. It was okay. my fifth birthday. And a six-foot-tall white duck comes waddling in the room, making a beeline toward me. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Okay. 
to this day, I think he doesn't admit that it was him in the costume. He oh, still yeah, says this, it was a co-worker. This, this is the same man that still said he wrestled Hulk Hogan in high school. And I was just like, Dad, no, you didn't. But, <laughs> but like, no, you didn't. But okay. And then cut uh, to, we find a picture of it. But I do, I have a fear of clowns. And well, I've, I've been working on conquering that fear. Mm-hmm. If a clown walked into the room right now, would I scream bloody murder? Yes. <laughs> so you ain't never going to watch it. I did watch it um, finally as an adult. Um, the old school one or the new one? The old one. I, yeah, I, I can't watched remember. the old one. And the only reason I watched the old one is because it's, it's Tim Curry is playing mm-hmm. Pennywise the Clown. And I just kept reminding myself this, Tim Curry, it's Tim Curry, it's Tim Curry. And so I was able to get through it. And then by the time the Pennywise becomes the giant spider, it's not scary anymore. If you haven't seen it and I just spoilered it for you i i don't know it's the, the movie's like 30 years old i don't know what to tell you uh, um uh, but that would i wouldn't be scared of anything else except for that last part the spider yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but i don't have arachnophobia because i'm not scared of all spiders it's just the big hairy ones yeah they're not great Mm-mm. They're not great, but um, they say that you develop this because usually as a small child, because you're just learning how people's faces should look, mm. and of course, a clown looks very different from other people, so it can distort that distortion. Uh, can cause chlorophobia. So that's. I wonder if does that have a direct correlation with eyesight as well? Because not everybody develops that right that's true so you had bad eyesight you had bad eyesight yeah. so maybe that was distorted and then it scared you because it's a talking blob of something coming mm-hmm. at you mm-hmm. as opposed to what you normally see i, I wonder if the, we need to do some case studies on that yeah i'm, I, I'm not I, I remember the i remember the moment i was probably about four or five mm-hmm. and we went to like the the carnival or the something was in town and we went and there was a clown making balloon animals. And mom was like, you want one? Go, you know, ask him for one. So I went up to him and you gotta understand I'm little and I'm looking up at this man and he's looking down at me, you want a balloon? Like, I'm sure it was much more, <laughs> I'm sure it was not as horrifying as I remember it. Right. I'm sure he was like, you want a balloon? Like, I'm yeah. sure it was probably like, but in my mind, what I saw was, this horrible creature looking down at me, you want a balloon? <laughs> like, and I just remember going, oh no. And, just and that was it. That was the end of it. Um, nobody knows about this. This is this is the first time that I am saying this publicly. And I know there's gonna be some jackass out there that's gonna mm. be like, John is scared of clowns, let's mess with her. Um you're not, you're not, I'm not ever gonna, I, I won't ever show it. You won't ever know. You won't ever know. Internally, I'll be dying, but you won't ever know externally. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I knew that growing up that you were afraid of clowns because I definitely would have exploited that. Yeah. Um, and then I, I would have thrown a spider at you. Yeah. Well, where are you going to get your hands on the spider that I'm actually afraid of? Yeah, but I would have found one. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. All you would have did was those. I don't have a fear of spiders. I would I would hold a tarantula and I would put a tarantula in your bed if you ever. All you all you would have to do is find Sydney. Mm-hmm. 
for those people that don't know, Sydney, and they this is the reason. Know. <laughs> <laughs> of course, none, nobody out here nobody would know who would Sydney know. would know. Yeah, nobody knows who Sydney is. Sydney was a gigantic, it's probably the size of my hand, gigantic rubber spider. It was a rubber black spider that was to mimic a tarantula. It's the reason why I'm scared I'm, that I'm afraid to death of spiders. Yeah. And I don't know why dad had this rubber spider. You got to remember my dad's a kid. Yeah. Literally, like he was still like, he was a young man when yeah. I was five years old. He was yeah. 26 or 27. He's yeah. a kid. Yeah. So he's tormenting me with this rubber spider. Mm-hmm. but. But he's trying to teach me not to be scared of it. But by teaching me not to be scared of it, he only made me more scared of it. Like one time he put it in my bed when I was asleep. It had one blue eye, one red eye. It was rubber. It was missing some legs. If you put that thing in front of me right now, I would still be scared to death of it. Yeah. One time, one time I remember going through my dad's dresser, uh, probably looking for some aftershave because that was my cologne when I was 12 or 13 years old. And I pulled the dresser back and saw it. I thought he had thrown it out. I wanted to go pick it up and throw it in the trash, but I was just too, too scared of it. it mm-hmm. The shock and the fear that it put in my heart. I hate Sydney. And that's the reason why I got a fear of triantulus. My dad gave me that fear. You gave me a lot of positive things, but you gave me my fear of big hairy spiders. And it's the reason why I'll never go to Australia. I think a lot of people have this phobia, nomophobia, which is a fear of being without your mobile phone. I th- now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. a lot of people have that because there's such we have such an addiction to our cell phones that I'm constantly like, where is my phone? Because mm-hmm. it's never on me. I never have it, but I'm always looking for it. Yeah. 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 Well, other I don't think I have any phobias. That's a lie. Because I just thought of it. I'm afraid of pitch black darkness. Mm, are you? Don't yes. you have to sleep in complete darkness? No. I cannot sleep in complete darkness. Oh, I have to. It's got to be Unless- dark. Unless somebody is sleeping with me, okay, then I can. But if it's just me by myself, even if crypto is laying by my side yeah. or on the side of the bed, can't be complete darkness. No, 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 no. I have basically a nightlight. I've had a nightlight for years. I, I don't. It's just the clown thing, and it, and it's such an obscure phobia um, that I really don't have any other. It's like rodents and spiders, bugs don't bother me. Dark closed spaces don't bother me heights none of that stuff i'm not afraid of any of that stuff it's just this one specific <laughs> oh, yeah the clowns boy i just don't like them i just don't like them i don't really and i embarrassed myself one time i was at a family reunion for somebody i was dating and uh they brought in a clown for the kids and oh, it was the worst kind it was a hobo clown and i said nope no i got up and i just walked right right out of the room and <laughs> and I had to call somebody because I was hyperventilating and I was like I just heard the, wark, 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 the, the little, <laughs> and I said oh ooh, just making that sound <laughs> just making that sound scared the hell out of me no mm-mm, 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 oh, mm-mm. okay no here's something unlike the spiders where they're insect spiders I'm not afraid of Mm-hmm. Any type of snake, any type of snake. You don't I'm like snakes? Def- no, 
deathly afraid. It could oh, be a I garden snake. A, I used to want a snake when I was when I was younger, but I knew mom mm-hmm. wouldn't let me get it. I probably pushed mom into not agreeing to that. No, one of my one of my friends just sent me a picture that he had a four foot black rat snake that Ooh. was just climbing the trees and moseying in his lawn. And I was like, oh, well, I'm never coming to your house. <laughs> you, like, just, no. you can literally just step on a snake. Like you don't have not to. Not a four foot long rat snake. Well, you could just take a shovel and just boom. No, no, I'm not messing with no snakes. Because I have snakes in my yard. Yeah, so uh, you know they can get in your house, right? They don't. I Every spring I have the guy that does my lawn, he comes and he sprays for the snakes. But yeah, there's make snakes. Oh, I live in the woods. Snakes. That means they can get in your basement. They can get in your basement. They can get in your house. Guess I'm never coming to visit you ever again. There's also spiders in my house, but I mean, there's no. But tarantulas. they're not the big, yeah. They're not the big hairy kind. They're the little, yeah. the little kind I can stomp on. The big yeah. hairy kind. You can stomp nah. on a snake. Nah. Well, no, I'm not messing with no snakes. So that's what I'm definitely afraid of. But on that note, <laughs> Jay, what do you want to say to the people out there? Hey, if you find out somebody got a fear of something, leave them alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like phobias are a real thing. Like we're we're talking about it and we're making light of it and things like that. But phobias are a real thing. You know, you just know there's some butthole out there. Asshole. Yeah, there's some asshole out there. I feel like butthole for some reason has more gravitas to it than than asshole. Like I, butthole just means something totally different. It just the, when the, you describe the amount it of the amount of force I put on the beat, some <laughs> butthole, you know, like you just gonna be some butthole out there that want to mess with you. And I'm like, everybody's afraid of something. What if I mess with you about the thing you're afraid of? Like, leave people alone when they're when they open up and they're vulnerable and not. Somebody's gonna mess with me about this clown thing. Yeah, yeah. Somebody I, is. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna lose a friendship over that. Like, I oh, don't, yeah. I don't, this is not, this is I'm not playing. When I'm not saying I don't like clowns. I'm saying I have a phobia. <laughs> so if if you mess with me, I will literally chuck the deuces and put my pointer <laughs> finger down. Like, don't <laughs> Okay, and I will never speak to you again. So never. just be prepared. Just prepare yourself for that. Y'all want to text me a picture of a clown or something like that? Prepare yourself to never hear from me again. Don't mess with people and their phobias. Leave people alone. Stop being jerks. Come on, it's twenty twenty three. We're not doing this. Yeah, somebody's still gonna do it. Yeah, they're but, still gonna do it. And guess what? I have one less person in my life. Hey, you know, you know us. We'll cut you out in a minute. We don't really, look. That comes from moving around all the time. We'll cut you out. We'll cut you out. We'll cut you out. Cut you up. Cut you out. Cut you up and cut you right on out. As my uncle Kenny used to say, sniper, not a literal sniper, but just sniper, take you out, take you you right out, out. you out of the life. But on that note, thank you for all the positive feedback on the last episode. Thank you for continuing to watch and listen. And until next time, I'll holler. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Please subscribe, like, comment, share, and donate. Donations help us keep giving you this free content each and every week. Until next time, out of 5,000. Peace.